more community, more Jesus, more fun. Hi, this is Elaine Kohanowitz. I'm so glad you all joined us today. I am very excited to talk with Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, I would say the one and only, but I guess there has been others before, but uh, still an amazing woman. Um, She has six kids as well. We both have six kids and um, kind of similar spacing, I'd say, but I'm just a little bit older, so mine are a little bit older, but um, I wanted to introduce her to you today so that she could share with you a little bit about her homeschooling journey and hopefully that will, you know, help you in yours. So, hello, Elizabeth. Thank you for coming. Hi. I'm glad to be here, Elaine. It's awesome. So, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, just your family and, you know, how many kids you have and their ages and that kind of thing. Okay. Well, so we are a family of eight with my husband and I. We have six kids. The oldest starts at 15, who's almost ready to be 16. Oh, my gosh. Driving. Wow. Woo. And then down to the baby. So, we're potty training there. So, we've got... 15, 13, uh, 11, 8, 5, and 2. That is awesome. So people always ask me, like, how do you do six kids? So what's your answer to that? One day at a time. <laughs> That's exactly what I say. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so um, you are, uh, when like, I guess what I really wanted to know was kind of how you decided to homeschool. Well, I had always had homeschooling in my heart, but my husband was never on the same page with me. He's like, I don't know, we'll try like private school or something like that. And that's what we started out with at Northland Christian. My daughter went to preschool and kindergarten there. Mm. And then... um, This is your oldest daughter. My oldest daughter, who's now, yeah, almost 16. And so she did her first two years at private and then... My husband just all of a sudden decided to jump on board and let's homeschool. Well, it's really ironic when God puts things into timing. He doesn't always make it easy Mm. because I literally was pregnant with um, our fourth child at that time. Oh, wow. And he was born in August. So you can imagine getting ready to start school. Right. So you did it? I did it. I followed and obeyed God and just trusted that his timing was perfect regardless. Wow. That is a leap of faith. It was a, yes, yes. There's nothing like sitting there trying to teach reading while you're nursing at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) It it was, um, it was a little bit of a struggle, but at the same time, I just, you know, you already kind of have a certain routine because we were at home for the summer. Mm. And so you kind of are set up and kind of like, okay, you know what? We'll just add extra things. We won't just read. We'll do some extra things. And so and that, she was in first grade, right? At that time. She was in first grade. So yeah, nothing so, like too, too no, crazy. Like no, high school. Not doing biology or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had her, um, at the first grade level. And Jensen was at preschool letter letters and numbers and just, you know, simple stuff. Yeah. And so I did that on my own for a while. And then, so did you actually teach Jensen too? Cause that's pretty yes, like, pat you on the back, you know, well, with the new I one. Mean, you know, I mean, we stuck to the basics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we didn't get wild and be like, Oh, you can learn even more than this. But right, I yeah. wasn't that enthusiastic, <laughs> but, um, but I definitely got through stuff with Kinsey And um, we did that for a couple of years. And then I hired a reading tutor that came in like a couple of days a a week. And she kind of helped me through that. That's awesome. So, yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's really cool because I I would like people to know that's just so cool that you hired a tutor. Because I think I felt, you know, 
back in the day when I first started homeschooling, like, it's just all me. Right. You know? And it's really cool to see that you found some alternatives. Yeah. Especially in that stage of your life where you just needed some extra help. Oh, yeah. That was super nice. And then later, we had found, like, um, a group called Act One that's not around anymore, so nobody get excited or anything. But it was was awesome because the kids could go there and do, like, a co-op a couple days a week, and that helped, too. But, you know, I have other friends who they weren't necessarily in the same financial position to pay for different things. And they just swapped each other's kids back and forth to give each other reprieve. So there's so many alternatives out there. Like people should not get frustrated. (laughs) I think that is so awesome. Yeah. What a great, great way to like be able to do that and still not spend the money if you don't have it. Yes, exactly. Cause we all need, I mean, you know, we all need some help. Right. Being yeah. moms is like a hard job. We need the village. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's actually, that's how Liz and I met is we were both in co-op together. Yep. So definitely I'm like a huge co-op proponent because it is just so encouraging to be around other moms and other, you know, kids and just feel like you're not, you know, alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So she was in first grade. You had some little ones. And then what happened after that? Well, okay. So homeschooling was going really, really good. Everything was fine. And then our little personal bump in the road happened where we lost our son. Oh, I was wow. pregnant and um, at the end. And anyway, we lost him. Wow. And he, he was born. He was that born. Correct? Yeah. And. Was he, was, I don't know the story and I uh, it was don't want to be like too cord. personal. But. His cord uh, wrapped his neck and he had some other um, issues with oh, it. But wow. yeah, so we, it was just kind so of. was it really unexpected? It was you? extremely unexpected. Oh, wow. So yeah, I mean, when you're at the end, you're like, I'm going to bring home a new baby. And oh, that gosh. just wasn't our case. But God's grace was good enough and he was still with us. And during that time frame, my husband said, you know, Liz, I just, I think wisdom is that the kids need to just go somewhere for a while for your own reprieve and sanity. And so that's when we started at Our Savior. Um, My three oldest ones went, um, let's see, Kinsey, I think she was third grade at that point. Jensen was first grade and Ryan was preschool. Okay. So we started there at Platte City. Did you have any little ones at home then? I had been at home. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So he was still pretty little and... And, and just to make it clear, Our Savior is in another private school. Yes, it's yeah. another Christian private school. It's yeah. a really, really good school. And they're so open to homeschoolers, you know. Yeah, um, I have kids there. Yes. <laughs> so that's another way that Liz and I have, you know, bump into each other all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're just, they're so good. We actually had looked into it at first as just kind of like another like couple day alternatives because they do that with homeschoolers. Yeah. But then after we got in there and everybody is just so sweet, Jeff's just like, you know, this is where they need to be for this time. And it was, it was just God's hand of directing us into what we needed to be. And so, yeah, we did our savior for a few years and then um, we just had this, Stuff happened that we thought we were going to move to Texas for a business deal. Oh, wow. We put our stuff in storage and sold our house. And oh we went gosh. and lived in Texas for like a month in a hotel with hurricane victims, actually. No way. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. I oh mean, you gosh. just get to know people. You just never would have had an opportunity to talk to had wow. God just not like aligned things, you know. Uh-huh. So that was a wild trip for us. But then we can 
to a point where the business thing that was going to happen down there, just, it was not working. It was not God's plan. And Jeff's just like, okay, God, what now? Yeah. And so we had a builder that we were still working at in Kansas city with, and he gave Jeff a call and it was like, you know what? I want to increase in size. Could you just come right back? And so we were like, sure, God, okay. Now, when you say he had a builder, is that what he does? Is he? He's a realtor. Okay. So he okay. works with like builders and investors and, and just normal people. So there too. was like so, basically a work opportunity or business opportunity well, back. We were already were. having that. Like he would, you know, still work with him. Just okay, we okay. weren't necessarily going to live full time up in Missouri. Yeah. So. Uh, but we had another opportunity very similar to that in Texas to expand. And we thought that that was going to be larger, but obviously God knows more than we could ever know. And his plan is always bigger, but like, I can't say that I regret all that crazy change of plans and stuff, because like I said, there's opportunity to meet and talk to people that you don't always get that opportunity if you're not in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's awesome. What a great attitude. But, <laughs> but at that time, was that in like the summer or were the kids pulled out of school or what was that? What was going on there? Uh, uh, actually, I don't even remember. It seems <laughs> like it was like the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would always so, say. I've slept since then. I can't remember what happened. That's not true. Oh, my goodness. I would have to, like, seriously go back and look. But, yeah. No, you know what? It was during the second semester. So I was homeschooling in the hotel room. Okay, okay. I do remember that because we were doing stuff online, which thank goodness for Monarch Online because it keeps my brain a little happier sometimes <laughs> for them to, like, have some of it graded right then. Right. Um. But yeah, so then we moved back and we're like, okay, where are we going to live? <laughs> and we had to get right back so that Jeff could get right back to what he was doing. And so we stayed at his parents' house for less than a month and they had a rental and they're like, we'll just move over there until you guys find a house. Well, find a house would have been great, but we got pregnant. And so I can't like do stressful things when I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. So live in the rental till you find a house became a year and a half. Oh, wow. And that was like an hour north of our savior. And so oh. Jeff's like, well, let's put the kids in the local school, the public school. Okay. Which we had never done that till that point. And now how old were your kids then? Kinsey was in sixth grade. Jensen was in fourth grade and Ryan would have been in first. Okay. So. So a nice little elementary spread, kind of. Middle yeah, school yeah, slash. it's still elementary. Yeah, yeah, there it's still elementary okay. for sixth grade because it's a really small school. Um, but that wasn't the best experience for our family. Oh, that's too bad. That lasted about three months. Our youngest one started having night terrors from school. It, it just wasn't awesome. But then, why was it so bad? I don't. I don't really know exactly what made it hard and horrible, but, um, the, I mean, they had some friends and cousins actually that went to school with them, but some of the teachers were kind of harsh. I'll just be honest. Like Mm -hmm. there were some, you know, they'd always been in either the home environment, which Mm -hmm. you love your kids or a Christian environment, which I mean, we've had nothing but loving, you know, teachers and, um, admins and stuff. Um, so I can't like pinpoint nor will I necessarily discuss everything, but yeah, it it just, that particular school was not a good environment. Yeah. And so, uh, it's too bad. Yeah. It it was, 
Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't our cup of tea. And so our savior said, if you want to do part time, you can come back here. And we're like, okay, we'll take that hour drive. Oh wow. Part-time. Oh wow. So we were doing part time homeschool, part time our savior. So that way you didn't have to drive there every day. Is yeah. that what the idea was? Okay. Yeah, exactly. And so that worked really good. But the next year, um, at this point now I have like the end of my pregnancy newborn, we started doing full-time our savior. And so Jeff did most of the driving, but then I did some driving. Oh, for an hour? For an hour. Hour hour down, hour back with a newborn. Oh (laughs) my gosh. And on top of it, like right before he was born, because he was born in November. So like part of the time he was in, part of the time he was out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you just decided that that was too much to try to homeschool everybody and drive part time. Yeah. Well, because my appointments, I, cause I have such, my pregnancies are such vital pregnancies that I have like literally a couple of pregnancy appointments a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you are a dedicated girl. (laughs) I don't know. We're crazy. (laughs) But so yeah, that was another experience. Yeah. So we're your so living an hour away. So just to give everybody some context, so we're like in the Kansas City metro area. So we're your like like appointments closer into where our savior is. Yeah, they were just thirty minutes away. Okay. So So you could maybe drop the kids off and then go to an appointment and then Usually Jeff would drop off because he'd have to come to Kansas City. Oh, I see. I, I was see. usually more like the pickup person I when I had to be. So. Yeah, so you'd work your, your appointments in to and then pick up the kids. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Just curious. <laughs> How that looks. That's good. Uh, so all right, so uh, so one of the things that Liz and I were talking about, like before, you know, the show was just we wanted to to express, like I thought her story was really cool, just because they've done a lot of different things, you know, like they've done private school, they've done some public school, they've done homeschooling, they've done a combination, they've done some tutoring, and I just, you know, we wanted people to to know, like that is totally okay, like. Just to, for an example, like I actually have two kids in public school in the high school right now, and I have two in our Savior Christian Academy, which is the little private school she was talking about. Um, and I think last year I had, let's see, was it last year? The year before that, I had one in public high school, and I had three that I was homeschooling. So, you know, they didn't always even all do the same thing in the same year. Yeah, that's how it was for us last year is that we had like the littler ones wanted to go to our savior and the older ones uh, wanted to homeschool. Yeah. So and then this year we're just all homeschooling, but we totally can relate to just sometimes it works this way for your family and sometimes it works that way. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Like you don't have to be married to one thing. (laughs) And I think that that was hard for me actually to learn until my kids got a little bit older and i it was just like hey this is just not working for everybody we definitely need to think this think about this a little bit differently yeah that's yeah. for sure even like curriculum sometimes i think that we've had times where we're like in the middle of the year okay that curriculum is not working for next semester because it didn't work very well the first semester so true so true and that kind of brings us to I did want you to share like what are some of your favorite curriculums that you've used well, and you can pick whatever age I would say like for uh, I think it's well I, I have a fifth grader but I think it goes down to third grade but monarch 
for like the older kids. They get on the computer and they do their homework and I just go to them when they need my help versus they need me like all the time. And for older kids, that's super nice. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) And then it grades it. Like there will be a few things you have to grade. Mm -hmm. But uh, for the most part, everything gets graded instantly. So what kind of, does it cover every subject? Yes, it does. Oh, wow. It does. It covers everything, including Bible. So oh, wow. it's, it's super nice. And then I think, and I haven't done it, but there is like some extracurricular things that you can add on to on top of just like the regular stuff too. Does it do writing? Because I know sometimes that's hard to do well, online. The language arts is all incorporated with different things. And the nice thing about that is that you can, like, um, pick and choose. Like, so if there's something I'm like, yeah, my kid doesn't need that as much, mm-hmm. I can just take it off. Oh, wow. So it's, like, totally in my control. And then, too, like, Kenzie did, we started with the uh, Alpha and Omega Academy. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same material Oh wow! as Monarch. So, like... We, we just didn't prefer that. It was a little more stressful for us. Is but that because you child, couldn't pick and choose? Yeah, it couldn't pick and choose. And different. we, we had a couple of different teachers. They were um, doing some different things at that time that just didn't work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, like, if somebody did Monarch and they were like, hey, I want to have, like, a certified trans, you know, how like some of us are like, you know, this kid's going to college, that kid's not, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, if, if you, you want something like some... really more academic and more, more like a qual, I'm accredited. accredited or yeah. Yeah. Then you could totally easily transition from Monarch to that, like for high school, too. which is alpha, alpha, Omega. alpha and Omega. Yeah. It's all one company and oh, they're just okay. called different things for the thing. But the curriculum, I tell you straight up and down, it is the exact same okay. that you do for Monarch that you do for their online. So does that mean, do they have actual teachers? <laughs> for the oh, online okay. one, not for Monarch. Oh, okay. I should say they're both online. Um, switch on schoolhouse is the exact same thing as well. You just plug it into your computer and download it instead of it being in the cloud in the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but if you do the alpha and omega, you have like actual teachers grading stuff versus monarch. You're still doing part of the grading. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so if you had actual teachers, do they only grade or do they actually do lectures? So no, they basically only grade or there to help if you have questions. Okay. So they're kind of like a resource. Yeah. They're more, you're paying more for the resource and the accreditation. Yes. So, so with Monarch, it would depend on like, what is it kind of like, you know, like for math, it's like really easy for the computer to grade it. Is it like other mm-hmm. things that can't yeah, be really there are graded? Yeah, certain things. Like if they have to write something in, like there'll be different like blocks that are not like um, multiple choice. Mm-hmm. And then those are things that they actually have to write in. Then I would have to go back and grade those. But anything that's multiple choice gets graded on the spot. So that helps me not have as much stuff to do, especially with six kids. You oh, know. I know. Grading <laughs> was like my nemesis. Yeah. I would always say that like, you know, soccer practice and stuff and grade papers yeah. like that would be my paper grading I'm just time. like I can't get laundry done this is crazy yeah you know exactly and you start coming up with all these tricks you know yes. like you either like the little ones I would just like grade it on the spot because it was mm-hmm. I didn't really have to keep track is of that as much you know right. and, yeah the older ones you know sometimes I would have them like you know grade some things themselves or you know did Mostly I did it, but you know, every once in a while you'd find little ways to oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. shorten the process. <laughs> Anything that helps. Yeah. Or great, you easier. know, certain things all at once or, Ugh, you know, yes. the whole week or whatever. 
Um, so, but like, like one of the things that's so great about online is that is that it is so convenient. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely think that would help a lot of people listening. But I would like want to know what your opinion, because I have known friends that are like, we tried this and I just feel like my kid just doesn't retain the learning as well online as I do, you know, writing it. So So I have some friends that have that because they say that some kids and this isn't, I don't know what the difference is, but they say like any kind of screen learning sometimes is not for some kids because of, I think it's like you lose some, it's not all, but 70% less effective mm. um so because I have one child that we are going to switch to the book work and Monarch also has the book work oh that they do matches okay. that. oh that's great so with that particular child what I'm doing is they do everything in the book I enter it into the computer anyway and it still records his grade cards oh, and nice. grades it for me yeah <laughs> so, yeah so that's where you compromise to make the make it work for yes you. and so that seems to help a lot now my younger kids obviously they're not old enough for Monarch mm-hmm. um so like I have just like Saxon math we have loved and enjoyed that for the the younger cool. ones and then um we love like reading living books and stuff like mm. what does that mean what's a living um, book like just basically you're reading a book to get a source of the information for like for history we read um oh i'm sorry I'm that's just okay <laughs> Um, we'll read like um, Imagination Station which are kind of it's the Christian magic treehouse kind of books where it takes you in this like uh, time machine back to that time and these two cousin characters like go through these adventures and so they learn facts and information about those time periods and they've got like I think we've got like 27 books in that oh, series. Oh, that's, that's so cool. What's the series called again? Uh, Imagination Station. Imagination Station. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And then I like the Sassafras Twins okay. for science. Uh, they've got a couple of series that's not as big, but they do have what they call these like information logs where when you're reading them, they have to actually like pull out information and write it into their science log. So oh, neat. that's been really cool too. So basically it's kind of like a... Well, almost like a historical fiction or like a science Like Little House fiction. on the Prairie. Yeah, so where something. you're learning about it, but you're learning about it in a story form. So yes. it's a lot more interesting yes. for kids. And for the younger ones, we do like a little project. Um, so oh, like when we learned about the Vikings, they went and made a Viking boat. Or we learned cool. about the Coliseum, they made um, a Coliseum. And different things like that so that it's like, awesome. relatable. Yeah. Do you just pick the projects? You know, actually, I just tell them whatever thing sparked your interest, go make that. And oh, wow. they just love it. I mean, they get to work with boxes and what kid doesn't love a box? Yeah, right. <laughs> so confessions. Yes. When we used to do that, like we used to do, you know, our own history or science curriculum. We did a lot of that in Minecraft. <laughs> like everybody pick a computer or some kind of electronic device, you know, yes. and you can create whatever you want from the, you know, science or whatever in Minecraft. <laughs> and that was very popular. <laughs> That's a lot less cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So they do living books, the younger ones, mm-hmm. and Saxon math. Yes. And then do you do any kind of grammar or English um, for that age? Yeah, I do a lot of workbooks. And then, um, like, we do just, like, little readers and stuff like that. And I just try to build them up through uh, learning their phonics, their – uh, sight words, they're, you know, the diaphragms and diagrams, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever those the blends. sound blends are. Yeah. Yeah. Do, so. do you have, like, a favorite learning how to read curriculum? Um, preschool prep is okay. what I like. So that's... I haven't seen that one. So what is it like? Um, they have some videos, which are nice, because on the days that, like... The student's taking longer. I'll put a preschool prep video on. Nice. Or they have flashcards. They even have it like an apps on my phone with flash things. No way. Games. Yeah, it's That's pretty cool. So cool. And then I, we do a lot of just the reading. So I don't try to do like over electronics. Kind of makes me sound like we're just on everything all the time. But um, we do a lot of the little readers, which I just ordered through Amazon and stuff. So okay, and they just are like a really basic building block. Like start from the beginning and then. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. No, actually, no, and I agree. I try not to sound like I'm, like, electronics all the time. We didn't play Minecraft all the time. (laughs) But I I was talking, actually, to another mom just the other day at the dentist's office, and she's, you know, having to kind of part-time homeschool because of COVID just because of sometimes they're having days that are virtual and things like that. And she's got a preschooler. And I'm telling you, keeping a preschooler occupied while you're homeschooling is just so challenging. Yes. And it is kind of handy to have, like, something like that where you feel like they can kind of keep themselves occupied for a little while, but they're learning at the same time. Oh, yeah, so much so. I have a two-year-old, like I said, so I could totally relate to that. I'm just like, yeah, done with the Play-Doh already, are we, buddy? Okay, let's find something else. They have, like, (laughs) two-second attention spans. Totally, yeah, yeah, just... And it feels like no matter, I mean, there are some really good tips and tricks, but at the same time, it sometimes just feels like you just sort of can't win. Like, Like, yeah, I just need a moment with my closet and chocolate. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Cool. So um, with the older kids, they do Monarch. Have they always been Monarch? Is there any other thing that Um, you've added in or liked along with that? Well, okay, so we tried other different stuff that just didn't work to us, so we ended up going back to Monarch. But we have done Life of Fred with my oldest daughter because Mm -hmm. sometimes math just is not, like, her thing, and that puts it more into story form. Yeah. So literally what she'll do sometimes is if she's confused on Monarch, instead of always just coming to me to resource, she'll go to her Life of Fred books. Oh, that's so cool. Like read it and like get a comprehension of it and then she can go back and do it which they're just a little bit more of like if you don't have a kid that like you know x plus y equals you know the answers yeah <laughs> like it helps in story form explain it better right yeah we so. did life of fred a little bit too so this is one that i know about yeah um and it's it's kind of a revolutionary way to teach math I mean, it's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I, I think especially for Mackenzie, who she's, you know, how they say, like, sometimes you're really good at language arts or you're really good at math, but you're not usually good at both. She's the kid that's like her head is in a book all the time. Right. Yeah. So yeah. having her be able to get something that she can understand is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We, we really loved Life of Fred. I will say it's kind of like what you're saying with her, though. I always felt like after we did it for a while, they couldn't ever do just 
life of Fred. Like you always yeah. have to have some kind of like supplemental, just sort of practice problems. I feel like that does definitely help. Yeah. And just a little, um, I don't know, funny insight. We actually did life of Fred. Like, I think it was the first algebra book because uh-huh. they, they came out eventually, you know, with the upper level math books. Yes. And I, I guess the guy that wrote them is really funny and he's, the books are really funny. Oh yeah, you know? they're good. But he's real quirky. And I guess the, uh, the parents kept complaining that the algebra book didn't have enough practice problems in it. So he finally, you know, manned up and made a book with just practice problems. But to just be ornery, when you go to the answer key, they're not in order. Oh my so gosh, I don't think I recognize them. Yes. <laughs> She's just been using them for reference books. We haven't even been using them that much for practice, but that's yeah. funny. I'll have to go home and look now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if that, that was a little frustrating. <laughs> yeah. But we made it through. It was still still a good curriculum. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I do have a friend that uses um, Dive, D-I-V. Okay, I haven't used those. It's online, and it's like, she has nine kids, so she oh, had to, wow. it's Margie. She oh, had yeah, to make yeah. it, like, you know, less expensive. But I think it has, like, math, which they have Saxon on there, but then they have their own curriculum, too, mm. that's, like, online, too, and chemistry and maybe biology or something like that. I haven't looked into it as much as she has. But that also grades it, and I think that's even cheaper if you're just wanting a couple of the Like subjects? Cur- yeah. So you can kind of pick by subject. For dive, maybe. I think that it's just cheaper for the whole thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So this is like Monarch or something like that. Okay. Too. So is Monarch like uh, you pay it by month? Kind of um, thing? I pay it for it's seven hundred dollars for three kids for the year. Wow. Yes. That's cheap. And dive is even <laughs> cheaper than that. Which oh. I don't wow. remember like off the top of my head what it is, but that's yeah. another good one too if somebody's looking for. An Some online curriculum. subjects. Yeah, because uh, this is a friend of ours, Margie, she's got high schoolers. In fact, yes. I want to say she's got some graduated. She's, she's got one graduated, I think one a senior, and one a junior, I think. Something like that, yeah. And then the other one's middle school and then littler ones from there. So would Monarch translate into high school? Yeah, Monarch starts at, I think it's third grade. So it does go all the way through. 12, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, I, I definitely... I haven't really met any parent yet that homeschooled high school that hasn't used something online. Yeah, it's just helpful. Yeah. It just gets a lot more difficult to to be the master of so many subjects yeah. at that level. And, and, too, like if you have the younger ones, like, you know, when yeah. we have six kids, the master. You don't have the, time. You don't have time. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. just, yeah. No, thank you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But just encourage everyone, like, if you are thinking about homeschooling high school, there are a ton of resources. Mm-hmm. Like we said, the co-ops. Like yes. Our, our Smithville co-op, they did, like, chemistry and biology and some of the other. Yeah, we always had uh, some kind of, like, literature or writing or English. We always had a, at least two sciences. Um, like you said, chemistry, biology. We've done physical science. I think they even did anatomy one year, maybe physics. Um um, they always had, um, i trying to think what are the core subjects. I don't think we, we personally never did math for our co-op because kids were usually on so many different levels. Yeah, that's true too. Um, yeah. But we did, you know, history and all kinds of main subjects. So, yeah, if you can find a good co-op, that could be really great. Yeah. Because on top of the fact that you get the, the class, 
they get to hang out. Oh, so many good friends have been made for our kids. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. And then one nice thing, too, is that you can always supplement it with online classes. And usually with high school, you can typically pick and choose, you know, whichever, like, curriculum you choose. You can pick and choose which ones you want to do online. Yeah. So, yeah, so don't be intimidated if you're – Homeschooling high school, there's, you know, a lot of resources. And uh, like Liz was saying, you can also, you know, get tutoring help. I know, I don't know how it is in every city, but I know in our library, they also have some free tutoring. That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. And it could be, I guess it depends probably on the state you're in and like the, the school district you're in. But it could be also that you could get, you know, additional help that way. It kind of depends, like I said, on where you're at, but. Yeah, so there's a lot of resources. So, well, thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. This was super fun. Yeah, thanks for sharing. I hope that, you know, I hope, I'm sure it'll help a ton of people. And it's just awesome to see, you know, you can do it. You totally can do it. Yes, absolutely. After I had our first home experience of homeschooling with the baby, one of our other friends, well, Olivia and them, yeah. that's why they started homeschooling. She's like, okay, if Liz can do this with No people, way. Yeah, that's, that's she's so like, cool. I can do this. I can do this. So even yeah, if how many kids does Olivia have now? She has eight altogether. Oh, now. my yeah. gosh. So that's she awesome. started homeschooling, I think, when just Hannah, uh, Joel, and Jada. Jada. That's all she had. Yeah, that's all she had, yeah. Wow, so, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, because she's kind of amazing. She honestly. is. She has totally surpassed me. I'm- yeah, I think she's surpassed me too. <laughs> and she's like so chill too. And she's, she's awesome. She's doing kids. awesome. So, I mean, you know, we can all do it. It's in us if we're called to it. That's so cool. Well, thanks so much. I'm so glad you joined me today. If you were encouraged by this episode or you heard something you think a friend would really love, please share it. And if you want to learn more or if you want to talk or converse or join the community, please visit us at Imagine Mom on Facebook and also on Instagram and the web. Thanks for listening.